quasi here. In today's video, I wanna share with you how you can create your reality with your mind and especially uncovering one of Neville Goddard's deepest teachings. And I truly believe once you understand this in combination with one law that I'm going to share with you, this is going to be a complete game changer for you in creating your reality. Guys, this took me a very, very long time to not only figure out, but to be able to put it in words like this. I've been practicing this stuff for over the past six years. My life has transformed dramatically. And I wanna really share this with you, so I want you to pay very, very close attention to this and in particular attention to the law that I'm gonna share with you, but not only that, the two biggest enemies to this law that keep getting in your way of you being able to create your reality. Let's go right ahead and get started. Real quick, you can access our exclusive Identity Shifting Bootcamp. If you just scroll down to the pinned comments down below, you'll access not only the bootcamp and other resources that I can share with you, but also our exclusive list where I can share stuff that I can't really share on the YouTube channel because of the platform's limitations. So without yabbering on about that, let's go right ahead and get started with the video. Today's video is about creating reality with the mind. Now everyone's talking about this, everyone has talked about this since the beginning of time, but my goal with this video is to share with you this law that once you understand, it's going to make all the difference for you. Because when people don't observe this law, that's when they get into trouble, that's when they start self-sabotaging and getting in their own way. To get started with, let's understand how reality creation, things that we intend, visualize, think about, how do they come into being? Everything comes into being through the unity of heart and mind. Heart and mind. My handwriting is terrible, forgive me for that. Heart and mind come together. What is the heart? The heart is how you feel, what you're feeling. The mind is what you're thinking. The mind is more conscious, the heart is more subconscious. So when we think about something and we can really feel it in our bones, that's when it comes to manifest. So to give you an example of that, before you do any sort of regular daily task that you've done before, you think about doing it before you do it. Let's say you're turning a doorknob. One room to the next, you open the door by turning the doorknob. Before you even go and turn the doorknob, you've already thought about the picture of turning the doorknob and you felt it in your bones what it would feel like to turn that doorknob. You've already felt it, right? So your heart and mind have already come together in that. The trouble comes in goals that are not familiar to us when we're striving and aspiring for things that we haven't quite done yet. And so that takes a little bit of time in our mind we need to keep repeating it for a while until we get the hang of it, until the limits of our comfort zone has expanded. That is where the unity of heart and mind comes in. Now, the enemy to that is this law, and the law is the law of balance. Now, I can promise you, once you understand just this, I've tried to boil down and understand every single law of reality creation. What's the most important thing that makes reality creation happen? And it is this, it is balance. Because we live in this dual world of positive, negative, male, female, black, white, it's duality. Now duality needs a balance, but balance doesn't mean 50-50. Balance means there is a certain level of balance to everything. There's a certain level of balance with how much heart you use and how much mind you use. But the problem arises when we're in an out of balance condition. You can never manifest anything that you want if you are in an out of balance condition. What do I mean by that? The two things that take you out of balance are the two enemies to reality creation. Number one, it is control. What do I mean by that? When you become 
too manipulative of things. Let's say, have you ever had it when things start going your way, like your business is going well, relationships going well, life is going well, everything is going pretty great. And then you just want it to keep going great just like that for the rest of your life. So you become very, very controlling. And then you start to panic when things aren't going too well. Because guess what? Life has ups and downs. Instead of letting it be and realizing that it's not gonna be like this forever, it's gonna go even higher. Things are gonna get even better than what they are might get even worse and letting that happen instead of letting that happen naturally you become a little too controlling you start to get a little too into the metrics of your business you're like oh why isn't this going well let's perfect this let's perfect that then you become a perfectionist and you try to control every little thing and the more controlling you become guess what you get in an out of balance condition and that's when the intentions that you make never come into realization never come into fruition why because when we become controlling we tense up a little bit. We don't let our subconscious, the heart, again, cannot operate. We become a little too veered towards the mind. So that is an out of balance condition from which reality creation can never occur. That is number one, the number one enemy to reality creation. The number two, the second biggest enemy to reality creation is strain. Strain simply means I am putting too much effort. Strain is actually a byproduct of control. And too much strain, too little strain, that's when we try to force something to happen that's not natural right now. So to give you an example, you really want a partner's attention or you really want someone to do something. So you keep visualizing and you keep intending or you really want something to happen. And this is where that burning desire comes in. When we have a burning desire for something and then we try to go through hell and back to make it happen, we take massive action. We're fighting against something every single day. It just feels like too much strain. That's when you're in an out of balance condition. Why? Because strain makes you tense up again. When you tense up, you can't let the spontaneity of things happen. You become, again, a little too mind-centric. Maybe you become a little too controlling. You try to make sure. Every single day, what most people are doing is they're trying to make sure everything goes okay. Like, oh, make sure that my life is going okay. Make sure I don't spend too much. Make sure I don't piss anyone off. All this making sure is making you too controlling. All this making sure is adding strain to your life. You're straining, you're tiptoeing, you're walking on eggshells. How do you expect to live life if you're you know, doing all of these? These two I truly realized quite recently, the biggest enemies to reality creation. What's the key that allows us to overcome this and effortlessly create what we want? And again, it's effortlessness that is meant to happen when you create something. To give you an example, every time I've had a goal manifest into my life, I've totally forgotten about the goal. Somewhere in the past, I had intended it, then I just put my head down, got to work, or I just felt what it would feel like to have it. And one day when I was least expecting it, it just worked out. The heart just took care of it. Subconsciously, something just clicked and it simply just happened spontaneously. The key, I truly believe, and this is what Neville Goddard talks about, is to think feelingly from the place of an assumption. Okay, we're gonna talk about that in the three keys when I discuss it, but I briefly want to mention it right now so you understand. When we think feelingly, we're using the mind to conjure up a picture, and then we're feeling what it would feel like to live in that picture. We feel it in our bones. Just like if I throw this pen up and I want to catch it, I feel it in my bones what it would feel like to catch this pen and have it in my hand. So I know what that feel is, and I know what that picture is of me just tossing this pen and catching it again and again and again. 
So just like that, when we think feelingly, that's exactly what we're doing. But the other part of thinking feelingly is the assumption part. When you have a goal, let's say you have a business goal, you have whatever, you know, you have some sort of a goal that you're aspiring towards. When you assume that it's already in the bag, that it's going to somehow happen, you get rid of control and strain because now you don't need to make sure that it happens. It is going to happen anyways, regardless of what you do. There are no conditions to why it should happen because a lot of people put conditions on, oh, if I take massive action, then it is going to happen. If you believe that, then that's exactly what's gonna happen. But the more you can get into the mind frame of, hey, it happens because I choose for it to happen. It happens because I say so, simple. It happens because anyone can have what they want and I simply choose for this to be my reality, simple. So when you can get to that level of assumption where there are no attached conditions to why something should happen. Oh, it should happen because I'm a good person. It should happen because I did this. Get rid of all of that. This is unconditional assumption that somehow, some way it will happen. You don't know how. And that is coming from a place of pure faith, right? Let's get to the three keys that will really condense this understanding so that you can apply it in your daily life. Key number one, stay in balance. You might be wondering, what the heck does that even mean, Quasi? Like, how do I know I'm in balance? There is one way in which you'll always know that you're in balance. It is taking daily inventory. And I think Neville Goddard calls this the mental diet. Taking daily inventory from hour to hour of how you're feeling within. Do you feel at ease or do you feel tense? Are you in anxiousness, expecting something to happen and you keep checking your phone for it to happen? Or are you at ease and are you letting life happen the way it wants to happen without control or strain? The internal state in which you want to aim to be in is equanimity. Have you ever felt so at ease? You know, it's kind of like you're not really expecting something. You're just, you're being a little lazy almost, you know, you're, you're, you're a little la-di-da. You just sit on your couch and you're just not engaged or doing anything really. You're just completely at ease. That is the feeling of equanimity, just being completely at peace and completely at ease. This is why so many spiritual teachers, so many gurus, they always talk about being at peace. Because when you're in that state of equanimity, things are allowed to happen for you without your manipulation or interruption. Your manipulation and interruption takes you out of that balanced condition. Your over-carefulness of life takes you out of that balanced condition. How we do all of this is we make the assumption of what we want, we visualize it, we see it come into fruition, and then we let it go and live our daily lives in the assumption that it's happening for us. Just stay patient and focus on what you need to do what you think you need to do right now to move you one step forward towards that. Simple. One day it just happens. That's literally how it's happened for me my entire life. Number two, understand that control and strain distort balance. If you simply understand this, you will know how to stay at peace all the time. Number three, think feelingly from place of assumption. And again, understand this thinking involves the mind, feeling involves the heart, and the assumption brings us into balance. Assumption takes us out of the need to make sure or to strain. This is why think 
unfeelingly from a place of assumption is so powerful because it brings in all of these laws and brings such a great harmony to it. And this is why I believe Neville Goddard was such a fucking genius. Number four, here's a bonus for you. Although this stuff is all great, I want you to watch this video that I made on the law of assumption because I share some keys in it that you probably won't see anywhere that kind of make this all come together. So make sure you watch that video right now and leave me a comment letting me know what you thought of this one as well. With that, I conclude this video. Thank you for watching. I hope this was helpful. Make sure you watch this next video right now. Just click here to watch it. Peace.